Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I am your favorite host, LaShondra Graves, better known as the Apartment Lady, founder and CEO of Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. So thank you guys for joining. I know it's one day from the 4th of July, and I'll tell you all about what I did. But before we get started, I have to start in my prayer because I want God to guide everything that I do. Okay, let's start. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace and your mercy and your protection and your love and your wisdom and your healing and your knowledge and your power, Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even until this very second. Father, you said, if I put my plans before you, you will establish them. You said, if I seek ye first your kingdom and your righteousness, that all these things will be added unto you. You know my plans. My plan is to follow you. You started this organization seven years ago. You started the eviction prevention program seven years ago. You started the um, second chance rental program seven years ago. I mean, this was all you. And so I'm just going to follow you. And I'm asking a special prayer, Father. Over this weekend, this is a holiday, and you know how the spirits get to doing whatever they want to do during these times where people aren't paying attention and watching like they should. So, Father, I'm asking for a hedge of protection over the people, I'm over everyone, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm asking that you bind all of those spirits up that want to cause confusion and havoc and those murderous spirits. Just bind them up, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let this be, uh, this holiday be as peaceful or less murders or less crime, Father, in the name of Jesus. You know what we need. You know at the time that we're in right now. And I'm just asking, Father, protect our children over this weekend. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, you guys. So... This episode is about um, a breaking, um, some information that we received in the organization and uh, people are coming to us with this problem and I just, of course, you guys know, I always, as soon as I hear something, I have to do my research. I'm not going to just listen or go by what everyone is saying and so I started diving into the information that was given to me and the information (laughs) that um, I've heard from the other side. And when I say the other side, I'm saying from the landlords and information I've heard from the tenants. And I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Okay. So right away, I just started looking up stories, but I, you can't really find anything about it. So I just had to dive in deeper, <laughs> deeper research, okay, because you can't find anything about this information, but when you go to uh, these different sites, um, you'll see the comments and, you know, what people are saying, and I know we're helping people in this same problem, so I know it's true, all right, and you're like, oh my gosh, what's the problem? I'm sorry, I had to drag it out a little bit, <laughs> but People are getting their Section 8 vouchers taken um, because, or revoked, because of the PPP loan. 
So everyone is familiar with that PPP loan that ended May 31st, 2021. And a lot of people got it. You know, a lot of people received the PPP loan. They were receiving about $20,838. It was almost like the same amount. So I'm saying it was about $20,800 or so. But it was the same amount that every people were receiving all over the United States, you know, this money. Some of the people that apply for this money live in low income. Um, And when I say low income, I mean HUD subsidized properties. So any property that um, HUD subsidized, subsidy means HUD pays, you know, majority of the rent. So any one of those properties, um, the tenants are... mm, they're in trouble. A lot of tenants are in trouble. Okay. So what I decided to do, because I can't find anything about this, you know, I like to read stories to you. Um, uh, you know, I, I read the stories that I find and the ones that I think are the most credible. And I didn't find any stories. I had to literally look at comments and I found a whole bunch of comments. So what I did was, I'm sitting here, and I'll read you guys some of the information that I was able to get. It's talking about um, Section A, the Section A vouchers, the calculating attachments, or this is how they calculate what your annual income is for Section A. And because I'm like, well, let me go to the actual law, let me go to the actual, you know, rules that they put forth so I can see if these people that has applied for that PPP, if they did something worthy of having their Section A vouchers revoked. And so this attachment, I'm reading a little bit of this attachment. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's a lot, Um, but I'll just read a little bit. Um, This is attachment A, section A, definition of annual income. Okay, so it's 24 CFR, part 5, subpart F, section 5.609. So I wanted to know what was considered part of the annual income and what was not considered part of the annual income. So I like to do deductions first, okay? So the first thing I did was I wanted to see what was not considered part of annual income. And so there's a section, uh, let me just go back a little bit, make sure I'm reading you guys everything. So that's five, um, four, then that's six there, seven, Eight, nine, and so then I go down to uh, nine, and I'm at a nine C, where it says annual income does not include the following: income from employment of children, including foster children under the age of 18, payments received for the care of foster children or foster adults, usually persons with disabilities unrelated to the tenant family or who are unable to live alone, lump sum additions to family assets, including such inheritance as insurance payments, including payments under health or accident insurance or workers' 
workers' compensation, capital gains, and personal uh, settlements for personal or property losses. Okay, so I'm like, well, then that, you know, um, workman's comp, um, lump sums uh, to families, uh, lump sums, uh, additions, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm lump sum additions to family assets i'm like okay well that twenty thousand dollars that paycheck protection that was a lump sum addition so you know i did my deductive part now i had to figure out what what was the positive or we're doing plus and minuses that's how i reason you guys however then i wanted to see what was included and so um number b it says Annual incomes include, but is not limited to, the full amount before any payroll deduction or wages and salaries, overtime pay, compensation, fees, tips, and bonuses, and other compensation for personal services. So then they went down to to talk about um, the net income of business or profession. So I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, so they included compensation for personal services and they also included the net income for uh, from the operation of a business or a profession so I'm like okay well the paycheck protection was because of the operation of a business or profession so I'm like ah then so that crossed out being protected by the workman's comp or the, the lump sum additions right so as I go further, I go to another site, and um, this site is from affordablehousingonline.com. What was the first site? I just want to give you guys. It was this. The first site was from um, hood.gov. Then I go to affordablehousingonline.com. And it says our Section 810 is required to report their income from the government stimulus checks. So it goes on to say, no, Section A, housing choice voucher tenants do not need to report the income they get from the government stimulus checks to the housing authority. Under the housing housing choice voucher code of federal regulations, these type of payments are not considered as part of a participant's annual income. According to HUD's fact and questions for public housing agencies, which is geared toward answering questions for housing authority management staffs. Similar payments made directly to individuals and families will not will be excluded from income. They are temporary, non-recurrent payments. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I, you know, then I started painting a picture in my mind. It just came like, if the stimulus payment cannot be included in the annual income. And I went to another site where it said, do unemployment. So the question was, and this is also affordablehousingonline.com. <laughs> Excuse me. It says, do um, public health. Wait, oh, wait, wait. I got to get up to the screen, you guys. Okay. Do unemployment benefits affect Section 8 and public housing income requirements during coronavirus? Answer is no. The temporary federal enhancement 
to unemployment, $600 weekly provided by the CARES Act is not included as an annual income for Section 8 housing choice voucher and public housing tenants. However, regular unemployment payments issued by the state that are not part of the CARES Act stimulus package are counted as income and should be reported to the housing authorities. State paid unemployment benefits have always been considered an annual income for housing choice voucher and public housing programs. Temporary non-recurring payments are not counted as annual income for those housing programs. And then it got me. I said, oh, so anything that has any, I mean, everything that has to do with the disaster recovering or the the CARES Act or these um, stimulus packages cannot be counted as annual income because even that paycheck protection loan, that was a one-time payment. And from what I'm reading and what I'm, what I'm reading and what I've gathered, gathered so far, don't get me wrong, I am going to do some more research, but I just heard about this this week and I just wanted to let everybody know, wait, this is actually happened. But the research that I've been able to do thus far, when I read HUD's, um, here it is, HUD's calculating attachment PDF from HUD.gov, it said um, what is included in the income. So it talks about wages and salaries and then operation of a business or a profession. But then it says what's not included is additions, you know, uh, lump sum additions to family assets. I'm like, lump sum additions. Then we go up, you know, we go a little bit further and we find out that the stimulus package or the stimulus check cannot be counted as annual income because it's a one-time payment. It's a lump sum payment. You guys, are you following me? You, You see where I'm going? Then little bit more research and it says oh yeah and the pure the pandemic unemployment assistance cannot be counted because it's a it's a disaster um, recovery initiative so that's not going to be there forever so then why can the paycheck protection loan be counted because that's a lump sum payment that's a payment that will never happen again And it was part of the Disaster Recovery Initiative, the CARES Act. So this is what's going on. But you guys, I just want you to go to Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org. If you receive a letter saying that you have to fight for your Subsidized housing, whether it's Section A or low income, and it really doesn't matter what state you are in, receive those letters, then you need to go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org, because we are helping you fight. Again, I'm going to give you some time to go to the website, click on become a member and become a member. Because you don't want to wait to the last minute. Because if it get too late and you wait two, two weeks before your voucher is going to be revoked, it's going to be too late, okay? So, I'm going to give you a break and I'll be right back.
Okay, everybody, I am back. Look, don't wait until the last minute. If you are one of those people who received a letter saying that your voucher will be revoked or your public housing, you know, your subsidies, uh, subsidized housing is, is it's over or being terminated because of a paycheck protection loan, you really need to go to Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation at www.theapartmentlady.org www.theapartmentlady.org and we can help you now. Our program feed, we are 100% open, you know, wide open. We're servicing every single state. Um, and so we went back to our program fee, which is $299. That's a one-time program fee, but this is what it is. We have to pay the people that's going to help you. Okay. However, we have to keep the lights on, but if you're having this problem, our goal is to try to save this voucher. So you need to go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org, click on become a member, and then we'll go from there. And I tell you, becoming a member is free. So you can become a member, you get a 15-minute consultation, we'll let you know whether or not we can help you, and, you know, the rest is history. So, um, this is the information I gave you the breaking news. If you're a part of that population or if you're one of those people who's having that problem, um, you're losing your subsidized housing or your Section A. Well, Section A is subsidized housing, but if you're losing your Section A, your housing choice voucher or your subsidized housing you need to go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www. Excuse me, theapartmentlady.org, and become a member and see whether or not we can help you. And this is for every single state. So, I just want to talk about today was our uh, first celebration ceremony for all of our members who completed the tennis rights class or the budgeting class or any one of the classes they receive certificates it was so awesome we had uh, mayor joe rudez who is the mayor of university park he was the keynote speaker university park illinois you guys um, and um she was here um the ceo of blue jay synergy makaya corley she was here uh, crystal tillman um, an author and a publisher. We had uh, Timmy Ryerson, who is the CEO of Smart Property System. We had Brian Johnson, who is the CEO of Commonwealth Initiatives. We had Mo Reader um, and Mario Mitchell. Um, and they're at V-School. Mo is one of the co-founders and the CEO. Uh, Mario Mitchell is the director of partnerships it was, it was just amazing. We have um, Minister Wanda Ray's loot, who did the emceeing, and it was just amazing. Several other people. So I'm just gonna read off our members who received their certificates. Um, Andrea Myers, Andrea Myers, she received the certificate of completion for the tennis rights class. And let me tell you guys, they have to get 100% on all of these quizzes in order to receive that certification. So this was really, really awesome. 
Um, we had Brittany Cannon who received her certificate of completion for the tenants' rights class for uh, Illinois. Darren Pringle who received his certificate of completion for North Carolina. Fanchon Mohorn who received her certificate of completion for Illinois, and she also received her certificate of completion. Um, she received for the tenants' rights class in Illinois and for the budget, the budgeting blueprint course that was um, facilitated by Commonwealth Initiatives, and that's a national class. For Sal Johnson, who received her certificate of completion for Indiana. Aisha Miller, who received her certificate of completion for Illinois. Leanne Rayborn, she received her certificate of completion for the tennis rights class in Illinois. <laughs> and she also received her certificate of completion for the budgeting blueprint class course. That's awesome. Nakia Boiliner, she received her certificate of completion for the tennis rights class in Illinois. Patricia Hernandez, she received her certificate of completion for the Illinois class in Illinois. Rashid Myers, he received his certificate of completion for the North Carolina tennis rights. Shamika Williams, she received her certificate of completion for the budgeting blueprint course. Stephanie Shelton, she received her certificate of completion for the Illinois tennis rights class and she the budgeting blueprint course. Tamika Murphy, she received her certificate of completion for the Illinois Tenants Rights class and the budgeting blueprint course. Tiffany James, she received her certificate of completion for the North Carolina um, Tenants Rights class. So I'm, I mean, it was just amazing, you guys. I'm, wow. Um, it'll be on. Um, YouTube soon, and I guess after the holidays, we'll put it on YouTube and probably do a couple promotions up behind it because it was just, it was amazing. It was amazing just seeing that these people, they, they want to change their lives and we're giving them the opportunity to do so, and all of the um, CEOs and uh, the mayor and um, everyone that came to support these people, that was just amazing. I, yeah, I can't wait until the next one. And so this is something we're doing for our members um, quarterly. And this was the, the very first one. So we're going to do it quarterly just to make sure that you guys are being motivated and knowing that you completed something because it's really all about completion, you guys. You got to start completing stuff and you got to stop running away from stuff. So my word for, I don't know, the next month, God give me different tasks or different words to study or phrases but the thing that um, is in the top of my mind and the thing that I probably will start hashtagging is walk towards the problem you guys walk towards the problem it's gonna happen you know if the problem is gonna happen walking away from it and not seeing it happen problems don't age well so it's like the problem is in front of you and in order for you to get to the other side, you have to walk toward the problem. So you have a choice. You can walk toward the problem or you can turn around and walk away. But just keep in mind, problems don't age well. So in order to get to the other side, you still have to walk toward the problem. So I don't care if you turn away 
for a year, month, a day, three years, five years, 10 years, you still have to walk toward that problem in order to get to the other side. And problems don't age well, which means by the time you decide to walk toward that problem that you still have to face, it's going to be bigger. So walk toward the problem. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm just telling you, you know the world we're living in right now. You need to do it. You need to do it because he's our protector. He's our provider. You know, he'll give you the equipment. They're talking about PPE. He is the PPE, the only PPE that you really ever need. And I'm telling you, that's the only way I can operate. I have been telling uh, my members since 27, 2014, you know, look, I'm getting these apartments. I'm getting these second chance rentals. I'm getting these evictions. We moved out off your name with God's help because I can't do it without him. So, guys, I'm telling you, you got it. You tried everything else. If you tried, if you know that you've tried everything else and nothing helped, then this is your time to turn toward God because you know when you turn toward him and you tried everything else and then things started happening, you know it's him. You cannot say it's anyone else. So that's all I have to say. Congratulations to all of my members. Thank you to all of those professionals who took out time a day before, (laughs) a day before the 4th of July on a Saturday. (laughs) Wow. That's how much people care about you guys succeeding. And Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we are not a handout. We are a hand up. So go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org. Become a member. Becoming a member is free. Become a member and see what it is we can do to help you. Just like this eviction moratorium has lasted, you know, over a year because they're afraid to walk toward the problem. It's not going to lessen the blow. As a matter of fact, the blow will be harder. Okay. Walk toward the problem. That is the phrase. And you guys, I'm I'm buying what I just thought about up in my head. A fool is a fool. It is what it is. And so to those of you who think walking toward a problem means going and shooting people up or killing people or taking stuff from people, that's not what I'm talking about. You, on the other hand, need to run from that problem. Okay, I'm out. This is my show. Thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. And this is your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady. I'll talk to you guys later.